0: Arizona Science is supported by Research Corporation for Science Advancement. For EZPM, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. We're talking today with Chris Siegren, head of the university's Department of Communication and a newly appointed Regents Professor. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: The U.S. Surgeon General has just declared an epidemic of loneliness and isolation. Tell us, what is the downturn in individual and social health that he's pointing to?
1: Well, it turns out that people who are socially isolated and disconnected and have that longing, that sense of loneliness, they experience a number of profound mental and physical health problems. And the the big one is higher mortality rates. It's been linked back to heart disease, poor health behaviors, smoking and drinking. And so one of the standard statements now that's being made in the literature is that loneliness is as deleterious to health as things like obesity, cigarette smoking, and living a sedentary lifestyle. The causal link seems to be something to do with stress. Loneliness is stressful. Imagine you have to get somewhere and you can't find your car keys. That's a stressful feeling. For most of us, that feeling is relieved very quickly when we find the keys. But for lonely people, they're chronically in that state of stress. And so their sleep isn't as good, um, the, the lifestyle behaviors aren't as good, and they don't have the social support of people in their environment who are encouraging them to live healthy lifestyles.
0: So tell us a little bit more about what it is to be lonely. Are all people who are alone, lonely?
1: Leslie, that's an excellent question. And the answer to that is no. Loneliness is a discrepancy between our desired and our achieved social contact. There are some people who are indeed all alone, and they like that. They work at some research station in Siberia, and they just love it. And then unfortunately, there's a really sad um, phenomenon of people who are very much with other people, but feel lonely. Um, I've referred to this in some of my writing as the Marilyn Monroe syndrome. She was an actress in the old days who was reputed to have a huge social network and lots of followers and was very depressed and felt very lonely.
0: Can we learn to say things in ways that do help us avoid loneliness?
1: Absolutely. This is the foundation of social skills training. This is the idea, is trying to teach people to interact with others in ways that elicit positive responses with others and make the other people say, yeah, I'd like to go to lunch with you or let's go to a movie together or let's go to a baseball game so we can form those connections.
0: Tell us about the special role of empathy.
1: One thing I find with human beings, they love it when people say their name. They love hearing their name, but they also love it when they find someone who they feel understands them. And you see, this is one of the core problems with loneliness. Lonely people feel very much misunderstood by others. They feel that there's no one in the world who understands what I'm going through right now. Empathy is like a wrecking ball to that in in terms of how it challenges that feeling. So empathy is a very powerful interpersonal phenomenon that can generate that feeling of being understood. And human beings respond so positively to telling a story to another person and then hearing something back from them and being convinced they get it. So
0: how has the pandemic affected us? Uh, many people were alone or almost alone for a very long time during the pandemic. Now as we come out of our shells, what's happening?
1: Well, the first thing about the pandemic, that I'd like to underscore that is possibly a positive thing, is it brought the question you just asked into the public discourse it's been a long time since we've asked how are people doing when they're isolated and so forth and the pandemic forced us to ask that question because you're right with the lockdown and quarantine there were many many people who were very isolated and now that they're coming back in we're seeing some improvements unfortunately one thing we find in the communication literature is a kind of rich get richer effect the people who are always had the good social relationships did pretty well during the pandemic, and then they bounced back and they're back with their social networks. Unfortunately, the ones who had fairly impoverished social networks during the pandemic and before kind of are returning, if you will, to nothing more than really what they had before. We should never make the assumption that everybody's returning back to normal because some people's quote unquote normal was a life of loneliness and and social isolation.
0: Thanks so much for sharing with us that good communication skills are important for our physical and mental health. Dr. Chris Siegren is an expert in the interactions between the quality of our interpersonal relationships and our overall well-being. You can listen to this in all Arizona Science conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert. Thank you to Research Corporation for Science Advancement for their support of Arizona Science.